<clears throat> Y'all ready? My stripes show like regiments, military intelligence, murder game. I leave no evidence, credentials. Go ask my preschool, even talk to my old principal. He tell you how I used to pack a number two pencil. Stabbing students, grabbing teachers, Catholics, preachers. In the school staircase, cutting class, passing my reefer, MO class. Operation return, they tried to say I was incompetent, not able to learn. The table turned now, got my own label I earned. Like that nigga said in dead presidents, money to burn. Queensbridge, pay homage, respect. Nas is a vet, acknowledge the rap. Pilots, baguettes, niggas is this and that I'm just the best, putting all balance to rest Between Latin kings and blood, la sangre Blood is Spanish, so many thugs vanish Unite the system, the fight within the street wisdom To help teach a prison My crew puff fly, anyone test the pun must die Just give me one try, now you know you done fucked up, right? You ain't got no wins in me casa Can't think pasa, you ain't even in my casa I hate an actor that plays a rapper I'm terror squad, beta kappa Everybody's favorite rapper, grand imperial College material Insane criminal The same nigga who known to blow out your brain mineral Her name's subliminal, besides your visual Try to supply your physical But my spiritual side of a lyrical I'll appear in your dreams like Freddy do No kidding you Even if I stuttered, I was still shit on you Soon as I chitter chatter, you shit a shatter I'm the kid out of the Bronx That'll stomp you to death like it didn't matter I'm even better So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 102 Of the Struggle Plates Podcast I am your one and only host, Doug A.K.A. Northside Thug, A.K.A. The Common Denominator, A.K.A. Just that guy, yo. That's it. And you can follow the Struggle Play Podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well. Instagram, at the Struggle Play Podcast. Twitter, Struggle underscore Plate. And you can follow me, your one and only host, Thug, on Instagram and Twitter. Just type in Northside Doug. And today, y'all... We have a guest. We're back to having guests on the show. Yo, and this guest is somebody who is definitely with the shits. I am talking about Haiti Baby, one half of the Ladies Pitch podcast. Yo, this podcast has literally gotten me through quarantine. It started in quarantine and it got me through it. And now I am a lifelong listener and Fan. But before we even get into that, Haiti, I got one question for you. And I need you to answer this honestly. What is your government name? Your full government name? My full government full name? Full government name. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my name is Haida Lise. Mm. Yeah, hate Elise, Haiti for sure. But uh, for most of my life, people have always had a hard time remembering my name. Mm. I'm like, you know what? It's Haiti. Like, it's just Haiti. And a lot of people that met me, they're like, I'm going to call you Haiti. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Like, And um, the, the baby part was always like I added that on because uh, most guys that I would talk to every time they would text me, they would be like, Haiti, baby. Haiti baby, what's up? Like, and it was not just one guy, it was be like multiple guys. Like, Haiti baby, what's up, Haiti baby? And I'm like, okay. So. I guess. Sure thing. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But okay. yeah, it's it's Haidelis. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be pronounced Idelis. Uh, I was about to say, I I know my Spanish now, so yeah. you know, I was like. I grew up around mad people. I have a 
in case for people who don't know, uh, my next door neighbors were in the fucking mariachi band, and uh, so the so the one word uh, that I used to hear a lot is "ay ay 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 ay." Yeah, I used to. Uh, it's kind of low key. Um, the reason why I definitely fell in love with uh, novellas, I used to be at the laundromat with the abuelas, you know what I'm saying? Just sit there, <laughs> watch all the goddamn uh, telenovelas, and it was just, hey! Or, that was, well, yeah, that was definitely my upbringing as well, telenovelas and the, in the the drama and the dramatics behind it. Yeah, in the laundromat, you know what I'm saying? In the laundromat. <laughs> of all places. So now when they put, because uh, I know about the original uh, Queen of the South, La Reina del Sur. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? That is my novella. Come on now. Come on, I man. Know that from beginning to end. Mm, mm, mm. The original Teresa Mendoza, right? <laughs> I, that's what I call her. When she was on Bad Boys 3, I was like, yo, that's the original Teresa yes, Mendoza. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's the original. I was like, mama, because me and my mama watched Queen of the South. I was like, mama, that's the original Teresa. Mm-hmm. That bitch don't play. That bitch don't play. Yeah, she was definitely about that life. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Life, so. Okay, so hate and lease. Hate and lease. I lease. I lease. I lease. I lease. I lease if you nasty. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> oh, man. Not the Bronx, please. I'm not ready for Bronx 80 yet. Please, please, please. Not well, I don't the Bronx. I mean, uh, I reside in Jersey, but I'm Bronx. I feel that. And, and since you are Bronx, would you say that you are like a hip hop R&B fan? Like, which genre do you, you know, move towards more to? It depends what kind of day I'm having. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm having one of those in my bag, in my feelings, emotional type of days. Mm-hmm. It's definitely R&B. But if I'm having one of those days where I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling a type of way and I feel like I just want to just smack a bitch, I'm listening Ooh. to hip hop. <laughs> like I, like I, I feel like I'm going to have a, a rough day at work or something. Like I'm just like, mm. don't fuck with me today. I'm, I'm listening to rap, hip hop. So. Mm. Now, what about Latin music? Are you into the Romeo Santos, Luis Miguel? I am. Yeah, I am occasionally, but mm. that's not like my go-to. I have days when I just want to listen to like bachata. Bachata's Oof. extremely emotional. Mad emotional. Yeah, or like salsa music, but yeah. Yeah, because I'm definitely into one of my roots though. Okay. Salsa and merengue and, and that type of music. Okay. But I grew up mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really loving hip hop and R&B. Okay. See. It's weird. It's funny for me because hip hop was not my first love. Um, truth be told, like I was in Catholic school all the way up to the fifth grade. So a lot of in sync, a lot of the Backstreet Boys, and um, I tell the story all the time. I told my dad that Eminem was my favorite ra- uh, rapper, and he just fucking lost his shit. He was just like, yo, ain't no way in hell my son's favorite rapper is going to be a white boy from fucking Detroit. You feel me? Detroit. <laughs> yeah, man, he was bad pissed. You know, like, he, 
Like he swears that he knows KRS one so much that he calls him Chris, and I'd be like, "Fam, you don't know." He's this. on a first name basis. Yes, with yes. Oh, wow. he, was, he was like, "Yeah, I know Chris. 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 I know. I know the Jacksons and their whole family. You know, right there on Baisley. You know what I'm saying? I know that the tr- uh, that the Trini stayed right over there. You know, by my crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do not know Nicki Minaj's family. You do not know Fifty Cent's family, fam. Like, what everyone from everyone that's like from Queens, they they swear they either know Nicki Minaj or Nas, and it's like, yeah, man, wow. yeah. But he'll be like, yeah, I've seen Chris. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh. Come up to Jamaica High and started rapping. I was just like, fam, no, you didn't. So hip hop was not my first love until I went to public school. It was over. The minute I heard Ether, it was done. It was done. Like, I don't know how much older you are than me, but I was about 10. Yeah, I was about like 10 years old when I first heard Ether. Oh, I was older. Yeah. Like. When Ether came out, yeah, I was yeah. definitely already like, oh man, when did it, when did Ether come out? It was like like two thousand. Yeah, like two thousand and two. I want to say. So I was about two thousand two. I was seventeen already. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I'm, you, I'm older, older than you. <laughs> if you don't look it, girl. Yes. <laughs> So that's really my journey to this whole music thing. So let me ask you this. If there's one verse that you can rap or sing off the top of your head right now. And I should have started with this earlier because I don't let my guests um, come on unless they spin bars immediately. But since (laughs) you like family, you know what I'm saying? Since I got love for you. I completely forgot it. So yeah, now you, now we can't continue unless you like rap or sing something. It's, it's it's so funny, ironically enough, that you mentioned Eminem. I was letting you finish because I was well, I'm a huge Eminem fan, but of his earlier work, mm-hmm. I was like obsessed. I I'm, I was so obsessed with Eminem. I saw Eight Mile in the movie theaters three times. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. So Eminem was like one of my faves. I had posters of him everywhere. I was actually grounded when eight mile was released and my mom knew that i was such a huge eminem fan she allowed me i went by myself to see it then i went with a guy <laughs> friend and i went with another female friend to see it oh man Three times but my verse is an eminem verse okay and it is it's not the first time i i heard of eminem but it was definitely the song that like stuck to me and it's his verse on the Forgot About Dre song. Oh. That is like, gun to my head, I can spit that entire verse. Well, then spit that shit, nigga. <laughs> well, then spit that shit, then. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me do it in my head. Wait, hold on. Uh, now, what do you say to somebody you hate or anyone trying to bring chubby away, trying to resolve things in a bloodier way? Then go study a tape of NWA. One day I was walking by with a walkman on when I caught a guy, give me an awkward eye. I strangled him up in the parking lot with a cock and nine. I don't give a fuck if it's dark or not. I'm talking I'm talking to me trying to park a dodge when I'm drunk as fuck. Right next to a humongous truck in a two car garage. Hopping out with two broken legs trying to walk it off. Fuck you too, bitch. Call the cops. I'm going to kill you and them loud ass motherfucking barking dogs. Woo! 
when the cops came through, me and Drake's next to a bricked on house with a can full of gas and a handful of matches. It's too worth found out. So from here on out, it's the Connie Two starting the day. Tomorrow's a new. And I'm still local enough to choke you to death with Charleston Chew. Chicka, 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 slim shady. Hotter <laughs> than the set of twin babies. In the Mercedes, men's and windows up when the tingles up to the mid 80s. Call it mid ladies. Sorry, Doc, but I've been crazy. There's no way that you can save me. It's okay, go with him, Haley. Ta-ta! So now I'm going to play this new game with you. All right. It's called Getting Your Business. And by getting in your business, meaning I am going to read off some of your tweets. <laughs> so, because Haiti does a lot of response, you know, <laughs> she does a lot of call and response. But I found some stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Here we go. So, I need you to. Some of these are questions. You ask some good questions. I'm not gonna lie. You got, you got. When you first got into this game, you weren't on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You weren't on Twitter like that when you first got into the podcast game. Now you a whole goddamn, you know, toxic ass pro. Not mad at it. So the first tweet that I got: Would you risk a 10 year friendship to pursue something more with that person? Yes, I actually. Okay, so. And this I was actually, tweeted, God, <laughs> like a day ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. First of all, what was going through your mind? And then answer the question, please and thank you. What was going through my mind? I actually have seen a clip um, on TikTok of the Jersey Shore. Someone had uploaded like a, I don't currently watch Jersey Shore, so. I don't know what's going on, but someone had uploaded a clip on TikTok of one of the girls, JWAM, one of the guys, Polly D, and they were talking about how they've had chemistry, but he's like, we've been friends for 10 years, like, we're too deep into the friendship, and I do have a connection with her, but I'm too deep into the friendship to even attempt it. Mm. But that has happened to me, where I've had a guy from where we connect, and I actually have a guy friend now where we connect, and we're, we're like so dope with one another but we're so cool as friends that i've questioned myself and he's even questioned like is it you know worth losing the friendship you know just to try it out and we're like nah like no we we can't do it we can't do it so i I just wonder like if other people that have um friends for x amount of years have they ever thought about it crossing that line and risking the friendship for the sake of what might come of it. Oh, yeah. I thought about that all the time. Um, you know, I was raised in a house full of women. I swear to God, if my dad wasn't around, I'd probably be, you know, breaking my wrist here. <laughs> so, <I've> had, <laughs> so like, literally, if it wasn't, you know, for my hard nose, you know, pops from Southside, you know, Jamaica, it'd probably be a different story. But I have a lot of female friends growing up, you know. And, like, now, 29, single, I'm like, should I do it? Should I? Nah, nah. But then I always tell myself that if I want something 
or someone they usually know. There's really no question about mm. it because that's just literally the way my sisters were. They'd come home, ugh, niggas, D Douglas, let me tell you something. Don't be playing no games. If you want to say that shit, all right? Hey. I ain't got time to be figuring it out. Close mobs don't get fed, Dougie. Yes. Close mobs don't get fed. And I, I was, I grew up very shy. Same I here. Never yeah, I would never express anything nowadays. Like, I'm just, I can't. Well, I grew up shy because the girls I wanted wanted uh, thug ass uh, Jerome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was not, and I am not a thug. I didn't grow up like that. I grew up around killers, but you know, I was always the one that you know they be like, "Hey man, get your goofy ass out of here." You know what I'm saying? So that was a, that was always me. All right. So a lot of females have that phase, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. They all come back now. They're coming back right now. Yeah, I, I, that changes as you get older. Yeah, I know. They're coming back now. I, we, we know. We as know. As you mature. If we you know. Mature. Look, look, Katie. I swear to God, the confidence was so low because I would literally get turned down from these women that I didn't realize that I was low-key attractive till about two years ago. I So, like, <laughs> you don't. Right. It, it was all the confidence. That's what I found out. So, anyway... Mm -hmm. Oh, I got a better name for this game. Let's call it Timestamp. So, Timestamp, I'm reading a tweet of yours from April 24th, 5.05 p.m. Haiti Baby, Haiti Baby quotes, Them old school reggaeton songs love talking about eating pussy. Yes. Hmm. Yes, yes. I was actually... At the hair salon, right? I was listening to some old uh, reggaeton songs on YouTube oh, and man. reminiscing. I was very nostalgic uh, back of 2002, 2001, get house parties. And mm. I was like, damn, they're always, you know, back then, a lot of guys on, on tracks weren't talking about. Mm. How much they love eating a pussy, and I was like, mm. "Damn, a good reggaeton song will tell you how much they love it." Mm. <laughs> I used to have the biggest crush on Nina Sky. Um, yeah, the twins. Yeah, man, are you kidding me? You couldn't tell me shit. I told you, I was just the goofy guy that just be like, "Hey, Chantel." Yeah, this nigga's weird. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> hey, 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 Portia. Get your weird ass away from me. Where's Tyrone doing? I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's all right, man, because mm, stuck with three kids, ain't you? But um, that's how life works. Doesn't it? The circle of life. All right, mm -hmm. I got two more tweets that I'm going to read from yours. Gotcha. Timestamp. April 21st in the year 2021 at 9.50 p.m. I'm going to attempt 45 days of no meat. And by meat, I mean animal meat, not the other kind of meat. <laughs> I actually started today. Really? I actually started today, yeah. Oh, Let's see it myself and my other guy friend. We're actually trying it. Oh, Lord. I've man. never done it. Lexi's done it a few times, but... Today's day one. Mm -hmm. I did it. I was losing my mind. Um, so now I just shop at Whole Foods regularly. That's what I do. So, 
No, it's yeah. a fair trade. All right, last tweet. Why is it? I'm on more than forty. Well, am I? Yeah, I'm on more than forty-five days of no meat of the other meat. So. <laughs> I'm currently like on the ninety something. Look, look. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I love the the parallels of your podcast, right? So when Haiti's podcast, Ladies Pitch podcast, they started, literally. Her co-host, Lexi, will be counting down the days without baseball, you know, because of the pandemic. Yeah, we're just, you know, nine weeks without baseball. Day number 55. And so now that we're into a full year of this pandemic, Haiti's over here. Day 999 without any dry down here. Yeah. I'm like, the parallels, the, the parallels is amazing. I can't even lie. I love how it's it's just good. It's just so good. So, last tweet. Why is it hard for some women to leave toxic men, but they'll leave a good guy with no problem? Mm -hmm. mm, mm, mm. Yep. Mm. And that was because of a conversation I was having with a coworker mm. and a, a situationship. Mm. That she's currently in and i'm like why is this so you know just thinking of myself too reflecting back on my past with with men and i'm like why is it so easy to leave a good man but it's so damn hard to leave a toxic one mm. a toxic situation not even a relationship just a toxic situation with a man so you've left a good man is that what you're telling me um i have Okay. I mean, there was reason behind it, but overall, he was a good man. He is a good man. He just wasn't for you. Yeah. And Alexi always likes to tell me he the, the right pair of shoes just not in your side. Look, I, I tell my um my female friends this all the time because I feel like I go through this. Um, I tell them that just because the guy is nice, attentive, good caring does not necessarily mean you have to be with him you know I, I literally tell them that because they will tell me everything you know they would just basically wouldn't have that what's the word I'm looking for excitement when they talk about the dude they would talk more so about his job his money his crib, you know, which, and I get it. The whole provider thing, I really, it took me a long time to get it. So I do understand that seeing that are signs of stability, you know, but they would, but they would never really talk about the person's personality, you know, and I was like, yo, you don't really like this guy, you know, and he'd be like, no, but he's a good guy. I'm like, but you haven't told me anything about his personality that you like about him, you know, and I was like, it's cool. It's cool. And I was like, we have normalized toxic situations so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, it's like we're programmed to think that. Yeah, we can't even like see. toxic man is, is the right man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like that. We stay stuck in these toxic situations because, like you said, it's a challenge. It's fun. You never know what's going to happen. 
It's like each day you can just wake up to a text message from a toxic man and it's like, it sparks an argument or it sparks something that's exciting as opposed to the man a good man, a great provider is there for you, you know, Mm -hmm. your emotional, um, your emotional needs. He might be a bit boring. Yeah. He doesn't put up a fight. He lets you win the argument. Like he doesn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't fight with you. Yeah, and I and I tell and I and now, you know, it's funny too because literally after I had y'all on my podcast for episode fifty, um, it's literally when I got back into the dating scene. You yeah, know, yeah. That was it. Talking about mm-hmm. that was I, I got back. I got back out there. I was out here. You know what I'm saying? And, I need an update. You know that. Oh, oh look, <laughs> look, look, look. Uh, update. Last thing, last thing we were talking about was I was giving you some pointers. Some oh yeah, some some tips. online dating tips. Yeah. So I definitely, I'll say this, <laughs> and I haven't said this. That's why I brought you on the show, and I will dive deeper into this um when i'm on y'all show but um can't wait trust me i'll i'll give you this i'll give you a good juicy one i was definitely falling in love with someone that's how serious it got wow i was definitely because the chemistry was it was magnetic i can't even lie to you it was the first time that i've never experienced chemistry like that in my life but you know um, she ended things because she it was just too much for her, and it made me realize that a lot of people there's a difference between what women want versus what they say they want, you know. Yeah, and also that there is um a difference. There's a thing called bad timing, I believe that as well, and. Yeah, I was in my feelings about that because I was like, shit, man, I, I literally, you know, did everything. I didn't even like usually I would be I would blow the person's phone up. You know what I'm saying? I, I was cool. I was I was chilling, but it just wasn't it. But I was just like and literally like after that, uh, I like just buried myself in my podcast. But, you know, I got back out there in like February again. And now I tell women this because they'll usually be like, you're such a nice guy. Because literally they would, um, she hit me with the same thing that a lot of women would hit me with, which would be, um, you deserve more. You deserve something else. And I was just like, are you fucking serious right now? You know, it's not, they're not giving you a straight up real answer. Nah, nah. And that's, and that's that's more of like a to provide you with closure. That answer, fam, fam. That's not even like closure. That that just left me with more, you know, confusion. Right, but for us, for us to be have a clear conscience on our end, mm-hmm. we'll make it seem like. And I'm, I'm spilling, you know, mm-hmm. I'm putting girls under the bus, <laughs> but, you know, I got to spew my toxicity here and there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's a line that you want to have a clear conscience 
it's on on your side. Yes, it's for you. It's not for the person. Right, but it's gonna leave you with a lot of unanswered questions. Yes. And but we don't really care about the unanswered questions that you have as long as we have a clear conscience and we know that we broke it off. We put the air quotes broke it off clean. Yes. Yeah. We have to deal with whatever repercussions, you know. Yeah. I might have left you with. And and thank God. My my damn therapist, really his relationship coach, was by my side during the whole thing because I was just like, yo, are you fucking serious right now? Because she literally said the same thing um, that my ex had said. And how can I say this? Yeah, I know, thank God to my damn self-awareness and, you know, dealing with that shit. Right. Um, I just knew that it just meant that she was dealing with a whole bunch of shit that she just did not want to tell me. And that's fine. You don't have to. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely left me, you know, fucking confused. Not anymore. Not anymore. You know? Yeah. Because I was just like... Because, yeah, because it would... And I, and I would tell her, because it was like literally right there on the edge of starting a relationship. You know, it was like right there. It was, it was, it was right there, you know? <laughs> it was right there. And I was just like, yo, fam. I just told her straight up, man. Like, you know, I do care more for your well-being than actually being in a relationship with you. That's the honest to God truth. And um, but I was like, yo, if something is up, just holler at me. You know, I, and I tell the, and I tell women this all the time. Don't don't try to, you know, ease me into the kill. Just cut the head off, please, for my own sanity. You know, trust yourself. All right. Because I literally. um didn't understand it you know i was like damn so does she mean that she's not gonna give me more you know what i'm saying or that she doesn't want to give me more why does she want to give me more and then i was like is it because she feels like i don't deserve it is it something that i'm missing whatever it is and i just realized that it was just a lot going on for her and a lot of people will say they want some relationships a lot a lot was going on with her like how did she have like emotional baggage from the past mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the that's the common theme that i always deal with in relationships is literally paying for other dudes mistakes that was the issue with my very last relationship so i spotted it out immediately with this new situation because literally that girl i swear to god in my last relationship i was paying for at least five years worth <laughs> of fucked up decisions that dude dudes made, you know. I feel like at least, you know. Well, that's a mistake that a lot of us, a lot of us females make, where we don't give ourselves enough time to heal from that, or learn how to do, you or know, learn he- how to before jumping into the next relationship and just throwing all that emotional baggage onto that person. Yeah, and they're paying for something that they didn't do, they didn't cause, fam. And they're here like getting all the the, the backlash of fam. her in your pain. And I've I've been guilty of that. I think we all have, but I'm not. And here's the thing: I'm so good with it that I'm not even mad about it anymore. Like all of this now to the audience is a literal self reflection because, um, I told. I just remember <laughs> one of the one person I was dating. Yeah, it was her. And I was just like, 
I'm not trying. She would hit me with all this independent woman stuff, right? Independent. And then I was just like, fam, have I made you feel like that? No. Have I told you that I need you to cook or clean? Which, by the way, ladies, I cook and I clean. All right. That's literally how I seal the deal. Okay. Yeah, I, I will seal the deal with that. And then she'd be like, no, because she really couldn't fucking cook at all. But it didn't matter to me. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. When you love someone, all right, it doesn't matter. You're she's right. Like, and she's like, no. And then I'd be like, well, then what the fuck are you talking about then? Shit. I'm fucking confused. I'm confused as shit, man. Like, I said, yeah. I was like, you got me. I said, like, you got me in a pretzel, girl. You got me in a fucking pretzel. You know, mm-hmm. and um, if we're being real, playing devil's advocate, the mistakes that I made would be I wasn't necessarily standing up to, for myself too much, you know. So there were arguments, there were battles that I should have fought harder for, you know. There were a lot of shit that I let pass that I should not have let slide, you know. And therefore, you start losing the respect for the male, you know. Yeah. Because I was lo- I was letting more shit pass than I normally do. Like 21, 22 year old, 20 teenage to 23 year old Doug. I'm I'm talking like how your guy friends talk on, on your podcast. All right, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. You feel me? Like who the fuck are you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, nigga gotta be 6'4? Nigga, your ass 5'7. All right, shut the fuck up. You ain't even at the height requirement, you know. I would hit him with that. that Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you 5'5. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? But I never did that in that situation. And therefore, you know, the respect started being lost, you know, and I wasn't respecting myself. Yada, yada, yada. Oh. Trust me, a lot of fucking money in the therapies where I learned that shit in, you know, from. Because truth be told, I learned that it was from my mom's. Um, you know, like most women would just run the household, you know, the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's my update. Long story short. And now we're good, you know. I'm happy. Wow. I'm good. Because now I just tell women straight up, I'm like, hey, man. Because they hit me with the, you're so nice. Huh? And I'm like, hey. Don't be with me just because I'm the nice guy. You're a nice guy. Be right. with me because I'm the right guy. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not, cool. Like seriously, I'm I'm super cool. All right, mm-hmm. I'm, I am good. I'm bad all by myself. But yeah. So now, so now the end results are ch- are changing as we speak. Where I'm not running into the same problem because somebody asked me, "Yo, Doug, you on the date naps?" What's the one common theme that you find in women? And I was like, bruh, they be hurt. (laughs) I mean, like, they be hurt, you know, like. There are a lot of, there are a lot of unhealed. Yes, they be hurt. Mm -hmm. These chicks want to, want to marry me because I paid, uh, because I paid for both of us, which is $20. Like, oh my god, it's the, <laughs> it's the first time a dude has ever paid, you know, for me. Right. Usually I go Dutch on the first date. And I was just like, you mean to tell me these niggas ain't got $23.67? <laughs> it happens. Listen. And I'm I, I don't even to be honest, I don't it's great going on a first date if you pay, but 
always want to give something. Like if you pay, like I'll give the tip. Or if you had to park the car, like you pay for the dinner and I like I'll pay for the parking. Like That's I don't cool. have a problem with that. That's cool. But I always tell my mama when she uh, got back out dating after she divorced my daddy and I tell all my sisters, it's not a date unless the nigga pays. It's just plain and simple, you know, because that's his way. That's our way of establishing what this is, you yeah. know, yeah. but now I don't even do you dinner. You're making me known like, yeah, like this is what it is. Also, you're also a, you're a Virgo, right? I remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. My ex was a Virgo, so he was very much like that. Yeah, traditional. Yeah, he had a very sense. like old school tradition. You guys are very traditional. I very much so, very mm-hmm. much so. These women be saying they want traditional man, but then when I show it to them, maybe. Oh, yeah, very, yeah. My ex was very, 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 very traditional. Yeah, because yeah, I don't even do dinner dates um, for first dates anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even do that. Well, yeah, for my for, for our first date, he took me to a Mark Anthony concert. You see what I'm saying? I ain't gonna do all that because I ain't got the money, but you know. Four uh, seats to a Mark Anthony concert, our very first date. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were his. Yeah, you were going nowhere after that shit. I was his before. We weren't even officially a couple. We were just getting to know one another, just talking. Hey, man, like I said, <laughs> if a dude wants you, he'll show you better than he can tell you. Yeah, he was definitely one of those, for so, sure. So what would you say is a common theme that you will find you know, in relationships or in, in your dating life, per se, because I said mine would always have to be paying for dudes' mistakes. You mm-hmm. know, that's not the same situation for most of my male friends. But that was me. What about you? For me, I would have to be uh, going after or being attracted to men that are uh, not emotionally available. Oh, so, so similar, emotionally unavailable yeah. um, people. Emotionally unavailable. It's a joke at some point, even when I tell Lexi, like, I met a guy, she's like, is he emotionally unavailable? <laughs> you love red flags. That's your favorite color. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. But yeah, I'm currently in therapy too. So I, I'm like resolving those issues as I go. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, it helps. so let me ask you this, because I've said that the reason why I've attracted those women because I just remember literally after that last situation ended, called a day of therapist. I was like, we got to fix this shit now because if another chick tells me the same motherfucking thing, I am going to lose my mind. You know, I said, I'd rather just her tell me straight up, yo, you got you got some big ass feet. All right, you you're too damn skinny. Like they better give me something other than you deserve more. You know, and I realized it was because. Man, I be I be wearing that cape, man. You know, <laughs> save you trying to save me. <laughs> I be wearing that cape, you know. <laughs> and I say this with the utmost respect to to those women because I really have no ill will towards them. November, a lot of ill will. October, mm-hmm. yeah, but not anymore. But yeah, so that was me. So what would you say that you've learned about yourself in terms of attracting those? Um, emotionally unavailable men or those grass-fed lions as Kevin Samuels would call. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's not get started on Kevin Samuels, which I honestly do agree with a lot of the things that he says, let's just say, but uh, what I've learned for myself is that like we were saying earlier, I was attracted to um, the them not being emotionally available for me 
mm-hmm. and me it was a challenge to try to change them because i'm so Ooh. nurturing by nature and i feel like i can fix people so i want it in a way to me it was a challenge because i'm like how can i fix him can i love oh him enough God. can i love him enough oh. he'll realize that he's worth loved yes so that was my mistake and yeah now i'm just like you start because i'm very you know i'm very emotional we need to i need to connect with a man on an emotional level i have to straight up yeah you should in every every healthy relationship it's all about connection yeah right so now if i see that you um you're not there emotionally you know available to to my liking then i have to cut it we can we can stay friends or we can just you know you can yeah, go cool. ghost now. i don't really yeah. care yeah no nah, that definitely takes a, mol- a toll on you mentally are you serious yeah I, mentally emotionally like yes yes i um from that last relationship where i was just taking all of those shots you know what i'm saying just right. those, bow wow Wow, wow. And um my homie, that's this is back when I was living in Vegas. My homie, who's also from the Bronx, by the way. Great friend, great, great friend of mine. Works for uh ESPN in Connecticut now. Um I just told him, I was just like, yo, I looked in the mirror and I saw a bitch. So I changed, so I had to change some shit. And I just <laughs> lost it, right? Because I and I don't usually lose it especially on women at all, you know? And I like gave her like 50% of my, of my anger, you know? I'm sorry, like <laughs> my, mom's, my mom's a fucking lioness and my dad's from Southside Jamaica, Queens and I grew up in fucking Chicago, you know, Illinois, man, what you want from me? And she was just like, I can't believe you would say that to me. How would you do that to me? I'm like, I didn't even curse you out. What you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just told you, you know, to back the hell up. You know what I'm saying? If you keep talking to me crazy, you know, she's like, I can't believe you even say that to me. And I was like, damn, I didn't realize the emotional toll, you know, that it took on me. Because my thing was, yo, I'm going to just chill. I'm going to wait, right? That was always my thing with uh, women. The minute that they would find out that I'm not the fuck dude that they would think I am, Bam! Scared the shit out of him. They didn't know what to do. And like, oh my God, he's not going anywhere. Matter yeah. of fact, I'm going to leave. How about that? Because I can't deal with my own shit right now. You know what, Doug? You're great. You're awesome. You're kind. You're caring. You're curious. You're self-aware. And you're genuine. But we can't be together. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's a real thing. That's and, and that's and that's what it was for me. So I just told myself that I am no longer proving myself to anybody, you know, that I'm not by loving them more, by being more patient. It's not me, man. You yeah, know, you you lose yourself trying to yeah someone else. Dog, I'm literally still. I still haven't really been my full self since 2018. You know what I'm wow. saying? Because that's how much of a toll that shit. Yeah. It does. It Ugh. definitely does. <laughs> but <laughs> but now I'm back on my bullshit. Mm. 
Yes. I'm back on my bullshit. And you know, y'all know how I do it when I have guests. I gotta let them choose. Let them take the driver's seats when it comes to the music choices. So the song that Haiti Baby chose to break down, mad toxic, can't even lie, you know. But it has my favorite R&B artist right now. So I let it slide. So the song that we're going to break down is Janae Aiko featuring her, who I call Gabby, by the way. Y'all call her her. I call her Gabby. Um, (laughs) The song is called B.S. Back up on my bullshit, back up on the scene Done dealing with you, don't know how to deal with me Done fucking with you, don't know how to love me Done dealing with you, so I'm back It seemed like I get so much and don't get nothing back I really thought it was love, but just... Why did you choose this song? First, I'm a huge Nia Eco fan Mm-hmm. I'm a her fan as well. But mm-hmm. Janine is a, my fellow Pisces sister, first things first. Oh, Jesus. Now yes. Make it, oh, <laughs> good God. My Ooh. fellow Pisces sister. So what does that mean? Because, you know, my I don't be spreading horoscopes, you know, reading. Well, if, if you listen to a lot of Janine Aiko, she is, she will love you, but once that love is is gone or you you do her wrong then she has to bring out her crazy side and it's like i was just simply trying to love you like why are you acting this way why are you behaving this way why are you not accepting my love see now i have to like be on my bullshit and a lot of people don't know that us nice women us pisces women we have that side to us because we're always showing our sweet nurturing nice side and and people think that like they can just stomp all over that and it's like no you can't because you're gonna have to pay for that so oh lord (laughs) what do you mean pay for it pay for it in blood (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) no because what what happens is that and i'm gonna speak for myself okay i will love you i will make you the center of my world Mm -hmm. you even if you're emotionally unavailable and you have this (laughs) wall and you don't want to accept my love you still feel it so the minute it's gone because you do whatever it is that you do you hurt me in a way where i have to swim away like the true prices that i am you're gonna feel it you're gonna feel that like I'm going to be like a ghost. I'm going to be gone. So you're not going to feel that love. And then you're going to be like, damn, what happened to that warmth, that love that Haiti was giving me? And then you start like, damn, no one's probably ever going to love me like that again. I'm probably never going to feel like that again. Or for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. that's why a lot of the guys that I've messed with mm-hmm. or I've been in a relationship with, they always listen. It's, they always come back. But once I'm gone, I'm <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, she said that about Big Sean too, right? Yeah. Oh man. Don't worry about who it is I'm fucking or who I am loving. Just know that it is not true. This isn't up for discussion. I wish you good luck, man. When it comes to you, it's none of my concern anymore. None of my concern. Then all of a sudden, you see a little ass nigga with an afro (laughs) coming up in the beach. Remember that time I made you come ten times. 
I made you come nine times in one day. Your two lips should come in the vase. You roll my face. I realize you look as good as you taste. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel like he's done a lot of growing up, though. No, he he has. He's done a lot of, uh, yeah, he's done a lot of, like, he's done a lot of work. Yeah, nah, um, this lady who I uh, follow, who actually gives really solid relationship advice for men, you know, in terms of decoding of what the fuck y'all be saying, you know, <laughs> the difference between what women want versus what they say they want. And a lot of them, and she says that, um, that when women come back, you know, she basically just said, men, get over it. Women are going to test you. You know what I'm saying? Just get over it. You know, she says when, it, so when women come back, it's more of a test into seeing if you actually grew the hell up, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're still on that bullshit. And Sean, uh, I followed his career from his from his very first mixtape, all right? It was artists like Big Sean and J. Cole and Drake who made me believe in hip-hop again when niggas was saying that Waka Flocka Flame was the greatest rapper alive. And... um from his music, you hear, yes, that 2088 Freaky Side will never leave him. But now I've watched a lot of his interviews where he talks about how he was just really going through a deep depression. And he had to really level himself up, you know, and grow up and put himself back in that space with Janae, you know, because... Mm -hmm. That's a crazy ass chick, man. You know, I, it's like, you just love hard, man. Yeah. Passionate. I don't get it. So, so is that why you chose this song? Is there a specific personal reason on why you said, is you know what, Doug? Every, Let's do it. The, listen, both, both of them, both of their verses are like awesome. And you know, I don't know if you know, but you don't really follow science. But her is a Cancer, where she's a water sign as well. Okay. They're both water signs, so that mm -hmm. song's gonna be nothing but emotions, mm. and that's exactly what it was, and it delivered. Because that's all me. I'm all about emotions. I'm all about you knowing how I feel. Everything is how I feel, and my decisions. A lot of my oh decisions my God. how I felt, and I feel this, and that's one of the things that I've learned. I had to fall on my face a few times and realize that you need to, you know, to sprinkle some logic. Everything is about emotions. Does your uh... You know, does does your therapist say the same things that I say? She'd be like, "Okay, so that's one side. <laughs> now let's look at the actual truth of it." Yeah, she does that way. She gives me homework. Yeah, man. You know. mm -hmm. Yeah, man. She always tries to, you know, when I when I tell her certain things, she always tells me like, "Okay, why not you?" If I be like, "Oh, if I say anything," and I'm like, "Why me?" She's like, "Why not you?" What makes you so special that that person shouldn't do that to you? I'm like, oh. damn, you, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> right, like, yeah, bitch, yeah. what's wrong with you? <laughs> Talking to me like that, man, you don't know me. <laughs> right, but that's what made me realize, like, I'm like, shit, yeah, why not me? What makes me so so damn special that a guy shouldn't do this to me and, and do that? But, Yeah. And, it, and, I've tapped in a lot to my to my logical the logical side of my brain these past couple of months. Well, that's really therapy. Well, that's really good because I think we all could relate to Janae, you know, when she's just starting off the song by just you know just saying like, "Yo, I'm giving you so much, but I ain't getting shit back." Yeah, that was you know? exactly how I felt at the end. It's like when I would be with a guy, I'm like, 
my gosh, I gave you not all of me, but I gave you like a glimpse into what it's like to have all of me. And I left with nothing. Mm-hmm. You didn't even reciprocate that. I didn't even feel like you reciprocated that. And I would oh. have nothing. So that was de- the opening line was like, oh my God, that's me. It seemed like I get so much and don't get nothing back I really thought it was love, but you're so fucking whack Always get caught up in love, but I am done with that I can't get caught up in love, so now I'm, yeah I can hear you, man Because I think the part in the song that lets me know that she was like on some shit Because I remember listening to this album The minute that it came out And her ass i was listening and i was like okay i get it it's janae on her little pretty toxic bullshit but <laughs> but when she was just like some of y'all ain't never had a real bitch and it shows that's oh. one of my favorite lines yeah flexing on my exes and my model x pretty little skinny little bitty body model x some of y'all ain't never had no real bitch and it shows i keep it 100 from my head down to my toes and and that's how I feel um, about, for me, in a lot of situations, not that I'm a real bitch, you know, <laughs> but I'd be like, some of y'all would say, I, I was like, I am giving you literally everything that women have begged for and demand that I give it to you. You don't even know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. Like, it's right there. And that was another common theme that I learned is that a lot of the women that I've dealt with really don't know how to accept good shit when it comes their way. You know what I'm saying? We're not um, used to it. Yeah, they're, not, they're just not. It's fucking foreign to them. Like I said, they would, all of them have literally expected me to run. And I didn't, you know. So that's what it was at the end of the day so what's what 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 would you say is your favorite line in this song okay i'm gonna pick a line from each from their verse from hers and then janae's all right go with janae first janae i would have to say um the line that you said um some of you ain't never had a real bitch and it shows Mm. for sure that one Mm. and hers when she says um really you ain't shit but I'm also too emotional. I be feeling triggered. I don't know how to let it go. Really, you ain't shitting. I know I'm too emotional. Hey. She says so much truth to be so fucking young. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's I, a lot wiser. Yeah. Years wiser, yeah. Like she is saying shit right now that my 30 year old female best friends are saying, like, oh, ain't shit. But I'm so fucking sad and emotional. And I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm, look at you. Your emotions is all over the place, girl. You know, we'll, come on, let's sit this one out. You know, let's let's think about this. Cause I, cause I know me, I, I'm more of the emotional male. But even, but I'm still a damn male where I can just spot some shit that a woman will just be saying. You know, when they just be in their feelings, so I'm like, she don't mean that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at her. She gonna. She gonna take it back. You know what I'm saying? She gonna take it back. I, I, being so emotional, I've had to take a lot of shit back. Ooh. I've had to take a lot of shit back. And that's why now, 
when I feel like I want to say something and I want to act on impulse and text something or just call and just curse them out, I have a sit down and I breathe and I'm like, these emotions are just temporary. It's going to pass. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Don't go off and just let it pass. Feel it and let it go. Oh. That is the talk that I have with myself. Oh, Lord, look at you. Because the minute I feel something, and it can be, it's not even like with a guy. It could just be with a friend. It could be with my mom, you know, and I, I feel something, and I want to just go off. I want to just go on impulse and just curse them the hell out and get in my feels. And I'm like, okay, that's not the right way because you're going to go off and you're going to say things that you don't mean. And then you're going to have to apologize and take shit back. So just think about it. How does that make you feel? Why does it make you feel like that? Feel it and let it the fuck go. You know, as with you being a New Yorker, I'm so very happy to hear you say that because I'm sorry. Y'all know how y'all be. All right. Especially from the Bronx. Okay. Y'all will say some shit. And yeah. I mean some shit anywhere. Weddings funerals, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been guilty of all of the above. Oh, Lord, Jesus. I've been guilty, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I didn't we, think My were... ex, we used to get it on everywhere, like outside and the Oh, you were that party. couple? We were. I was fairly young, though. I started that relationship when I was 19. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. I remember one time we got into it in the middle of the street. Like two, three in the morning. Two, three in the morning. Yeah, we were at a house party somewhere, a family party or something, and he got upset about something. He walked off, and I was chasing him, and I'm like cursing at him. And oh man, we got into it one time while he was driving. Oh Lord, listen, Katie, toxic Katie, 19, 20, 21, 22 year old Haiti was a different type of toxic. Yo. I think the thing that I love about Janae is is that she says basically a lot of things that a lot of women would say, but in such a sweeter tone. Back up on my bullshit, back up on the move, touchdown in my hometown, got nothing to lose. I am on my own now, I am in control now, I need you to go now. Just imagine if you hear Lil' Kim saying back up on my bullshit. Just imagine if you hear Foxy say back up on my bullshit. Imagine if you hear Faith Evans sing back up on my bullshit. You know, they'll feel very aggressive. But today, it kind of like slows it down. My favorite Janae bar is when, is what she said on that damn song that ruined all you women um, during that hot girl summer. What was it? Uh, my type. Yeah, when she uh, actually rapped on it, and she says, "I'm the type that uh, uh make them beat it up and meditate." That's Janae. That's Janae to the core. You know, that's what you get in that hook. My own 
That's because she's emotional. She needs emotional needs met. So y'all are nuts, man. So you you can't be afraid to show your emotions with us Pisces women, because we cut. We want to go deep. No. Deep. I cut deep. When I like you, I'm cutting deep. Like I need to tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Like I need you to tell me what makes you cry, what keeps you up at night. Like. I need to know who broke your heart. I, I need to know it all. And we never hold it against you. We never throw it back in your face. Oh, well, that's good. Because literally, you know, for men, that's half the reason why we're so, uh, why we have our walls up and why we're so guarded is because if we're not showing this bravado male side of us, you know, and when we do, you know, we're just like praying. I know for me, I'm praying that you don't, you know, use it against me. You yeah, know, I know a, that that's a fear. Yeah, I know that's a fear for a lot of men, but that's something. Yeah. That, that's probably one of the reasons why I've, I've always had like exes always come back as well, because so, that's not something that I've ever, after we've broken up, it's like. To save space. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's good because. Uh, <laughs> That's what I said in one uh, relationship that ended. When she's like, you don't tell me nothing. You know, you don't care nothing. I was like, last time I said some shit, you threw it in my fucking face. The fuck I look like saying some shit to you again. You know, <laughs> like straight up. I was like, you ain't no safe space. Because she was trying to hit me with the whole, uh, you not a real man kind of thing, you know. And I was like, oh, really? I'm not a real man. Well, are you a real woman? You know, do you exert the qualities of a wife? Because a wife will make you feel nurtured, loved, you know, a safe space to say anything. I can't say shit with you. I can't say shit to you. I got to hold that shit in, but it's my fault for holding it in. Yeah. I be winning them arguments, man. You know, I'm sorry. I, I be winning them. I be winning them. It be the hood chicks that I be having a little tough time, you know, sparring with because, you know, y'all just would just come up with a, with a knife from your sock and I'd be like damn no, I ain't seen I, see, I ain't seen the knife from the sock the shank <laughs> yeah like damn where this shit come from man you know <laughs> the bougie chicks you know they don't know how to hide their knives see it's like oh I see that knife right there here let me take it you know mm-hmm. so let me <laughs> ask you this what is the craziest thing the most toxic thing that you have done in a relationship this is the question I've been wanting to ask you. Most of the toxic things that I've done was in my first serious relationship. So um, I would, I would cause a a scene wherever we were. Doesn't matter. (laughs) He was always like, when he would go out, I would like talk shit to him in front of his friends. I would be yelling out the window like, fuck you and fuck your friends too. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I would be yelling shit out. I would not, if I knew exactly where he was at, like I would go look for him. Oh, you were one of them? Did you blow up? Boom, 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 boom. Like, oh, and so here. 
time to come oh, outside. Like, I was I'm not proud of this, Dougie, but it's true. I was definitely that okay. chick. This is a safe space. And you know why it's a safe space? Because you can go through all that stuff in the past, but it matters about what you're doing right now to improve right. as a person. All right. Mm -hmm. I will never throw your past against you. It's just like you low-key triggered me because that's been a lot of my frail, my a lot of my male friends' girls. All of a sudden, I'm getting a text from their girl. Have you seen such or such? Most you know? definitely. I used to know, like, this was before, like, social media was out. Mm -hmm. The only thing that was out was MySpace, and it was fairly new. Mm -hmm. But it was before uh, Twitter, before Facebook, Instagram, where you were posting every time you were out. No, everything was, like, a mystery. I didn't know where he was at. Oh, my God. So there's this thing. Really quick. There's this thing mm -hmm. in New York City, tri-state tri area. And I don't know if they do it where you're at, but like if you're out in the clubs back mm -hmm. then, mm -hmm. the club, they would have like their own um, photographers yeah. that would take pictures of people in the club and they would post it on their website. So there were times when he would say that he was uh, out at his friend's house, but then I would go to the website. It was like a famous website, famous, a famous um photography company okay yeah all these bronx spots so i would go on the website the following day the sunday or monday i would go boom 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 and he's gotten caught in pictures in the past i've caught him in pictures there was a picture i saw when they dug in no lie he was dancing with a girl and the girl was riding him okay her legs were around his waist and he was picking her up by her ass dancing and I knew it was him. I can clearly see it was him. And I'm like, so, so that's you? So I, I thought you was at your boy's house. Like, so that's you here at, at the club? But yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't let anything slide. Anything. Oh, Jesus. I and, I, and I say that because that is just a lot for you to carry. God. Listen. That's a lot. At that time, he was eight years older than me. So when we started, I was 19. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now let's make he him. Was, uh, 27. Let's, let's make it more sense now. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I see that. that now. Was a very, it was a very, very toxic relationship. Wow. I look wow. back at it now and I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, and. I think that's why artists like her is going to be around for a very long time. Because remember, she came out like when she was like 21, 22 shit, right? Mm -hmm. And the way that she's talking in these songs is what you hear people talk about, you know, in their late 20s, you know, mid 20s, or like somebody who actually has like some real relationship experience like yourself you know because hers verse is my favorite verse out of the song right because she literally goes during this whole time just talking about like i can't believe that i gave you me and you still hung up on this other bitch you know i can't believe i'm i'm giving you me can you say that's a cold play? I be feeling triggered. I don't know how to let it go. Really, you ain't 
chilling I know I'm too emotional hey, hey. Putting me through it He's the only thing that's been getting me through it He be coming through with it And I hope you I'm, I'm giving you me and you not even taking it. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to move the fuck on. I'm going to go with somebody else, all right? Because you got me out here looking stupid. So no, we can't be exclusive no more. Because it was your idea. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't be exclusive anymore. All right? We can't, it can't just be us two. All right? I'm back on my bullshit. I just met your roommate. Put him on my to-do list. Doing me. Back up on some new shit, everything in between I'm out here, I'm getting stupid I'm done being exclusive And you know the truth is that these niggas is useless I'm back, back up on, on my bullshit, back up on the scene So I need to know, what was it like? Because Haiti, you've been in two like serious long-term relationships, correct? Yeah, so, mm-hmm So what was that freedom like when you were finally done with both of them, you know? Oh, it felt amazing. It was like weight lifted off my shoulders. And just not only, um, at first it, it felt good, but then I knew that there was a lot of shit that I need to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I was not going to be able to to deal with that by going with the next man and try to, mm-hmm. you know, have a So... What? I've been single for four years, and this is the longest I've actually been out by myself, actually dating and getting to know me and what I want, what I like, and what I deserve. So, and, and how does that feel? It feels great. It feels great, honestly. It feels amazing. Mm. At this point right now, it feels good. The mental that you can't put a price on them on peace. You really can't. So let me ask you this. As you say that, what does this song mean to you? It means um growing up, um, self-reflection after being used to so much toxicity mm-hmm. and just being able to realize who you are. And what you deserve. And you shouldn't settle for anything less than what you deserve. You hear that, Kings? I mean, women, uh, everybody. everybody. Everyone. Everybody. 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 Mm-hmm. I'll be speaking to my uh, to my men's out here sometimes because you know, <laughs> I'll just be like, don't nobody talk to us. You know, y'all got own L Vogue. You know what I'm saying? You took over GQ. You know, yeah, that's good. That's good. What would you say is like your favorite moment from this song? Because my favorite moment would be at the end, even though I don't like flexing, but I get it when they just like flex on your ex. Once I'm done and I've moved on, like, I don't even Ugh. think about doing anything to upset my exes. Like, I don't need to post up with the next person to make you feel away because I walked away from the relationship. Oh. So it's like, there's no reason to try to flex. Oh. Like, I don't, once I'm done, I'm done. Like, I don't care what you have going on. I don't. 
care to try to make you jealous. Okay. I don't care to try to get a response out of you. Like, mm. no. I'm okay. one of those. I'm one of those women that once, when I finally woke away, I was already checked out. Oh, I knew this song was gonna spur something. <laughs> I knew this song just, was just like me to I, yeah. Freak it out. Yeah, I knew this song was going to spur something. I knew you were going to spur something. So honestly, thank you. Thank you so much for choosing this song and for having this conversation with the kid. I really appreciate it. I I love having these type of conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, I remember you telling me this too, um, that old girl, that it would have never worked with me and old girl because I was a Virgo and she was in Aquarius. You know, so it was. Also, that was the Aquarius. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just. And I was more free spirited than her. I would like to believe, you know, a a lot of that shit was for show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind doing it. I'm like, all right, then let's go to the strip club. Oh no. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that 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 would work. But the but the other one, the last situation, her birthday was in the beginning of January. So what is that? Gemini. Okay. It was like January what? Like the sixth. Capricorn. Okay. Was that is was that a better match or no? That's a good. You guys are both Earth signs, but Capricorns are very. Uh, the the person that I'm currently talking to is a Capricorn man. Mm-hmm. They are very super super ambitious. Um, and they are also they tend to be very cold. I'm surrounded by Capricorns too, family. Um, so they're not very affectionate. Um, um they're kind of on the colder side. Was she like that? No. She was affectionate. <laughs> yeah, she's. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I'll say um, touch more so, like physically, you know, um, affectionate, like holding hands. You know what I'm saying, laid up and whatnot. The Capricorn men that I have experience with are not. Okay. Yeah, they. Yeah. You know their way. Even my mom. My mom's a Capricorn, mm-hmm. and I was having this conversation with her the other day. She's not very affectionate. She's never been, mm-hmm. but their way of showing love is like a uh, providing. Yeah, so that's when I knew that she would be on, on, per se. You know, it's when she would start doing stuff. Like, for example, she gave me the best birthday gift a girl has ever given me. And it wasn't even something big. It was the, it was a vinyl of the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Lost my fucking mind. I was like, yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, like it's it's fucking Lauren Hill. Cause you know most women, they'll try to change a nigga by buying them some jeans. Be like, mm, let me buy you some clothes. You know, make it look good so that I could dress you. No. So yeah, when she started doing you know that kind of stuff, that's when I knew that she would be on. You know, is when she would be more giving. You know, slash providing. You know, in a sense, and when that kind of stopped i picked it up immediately i noticed it i was like hey 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 hey! what's going on man what's going on so what would be the best sign for me the number one the top for 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 a virgo male 
for Virgo, you would do great with a water sign. Mm-hmm. So you would either have to be like with a Pisces, a Scorpio, or a Cancer, mm-hmm. or a Capricorn. A Capricorn was actually a very good match. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Earth signs are very grounded, very yeah. practical. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, we, we, didn't, we didn't really argue much at all. We didn't argue at all. Yeah, they're but, not argumentative. They don't Yeah, we didn't because they don't sweat things like small things. They're just like Yeah, I think she was yeah, she just had a lot of stuff that she really had to unload um before taking That's what to, I was gonna say. If they're they they tend to be overthinkers too. And if they have anything that they're currently like working on within mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. they won't um they won't give the time of day. To like a relationship or to a to a partner. Well, that's what it was, honestly. And Mm -hmm. I was and I was fine with it. I literally was fine with it. The the way it ended, you know, which I will save for when I get on the podcast because that's only half the story, child. You know, that's only half the story. But like, yeah, she was definitely she had a lot to go through, and I just remember telling her, I was like, yo. I feel like this is a lot for you. I was like, hey, we're not even, you know, like okay. in a full relationship, you know, like this should be easy, man. You know, it should be easy. Yeah. We shouldn't be overthinking this stuff, you know, because it got to the point where it was just like, oh no, um, you don't plan on being in Denver forever. And I always want to be in California. Like, and I was like, yo, relax. <laughs> bring it in you know it's not over let's not think so far ahead you know right let's relax and it's hard for me because i'm a planner planner you know what i'm saying i'm i'm, I'm, I'm planning i'm planning i'm mapping the dates i know how virgos do trust i'm, I'm, mapping, I'm mapping the dates i'm mapping the times damn because trust me i was just like yo if everything can, is like organization yes because in my mind i was like all right so we can get together, right? Like around the holidays, okay? And if she can handle the holidays, then maybe, then maybe I can, we can, we can think about going to meet moms, you know what I'm saying? Then, then maybe, maybe, maybe. But I was like, hey, Doug, chill out, chill out. You know, that's what therapist like, hey, 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 why, why are you planning all this stuff right now? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I, I, that, is, that is a fault of mine. I even planned when I was telling people that we were exclusive. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell them on September 15th. It's Friday night. <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm gonna dedicate the whole night, you know, to saying stuff, you know. So yes, that has been a major flaw mm-hmm. with mine. But I but I am delivered. I am delivered. I am delivered. And I'm glad that you're work I'm honestly happy that you're working on yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that mm-hmm. the only toxic moments that you can go through is when you're listening to, to Janae Aiko. And when I get on toxic Twitter. Oh, yes, that's when I got to turn it off. Whenever Hades on the prowl, I got to turn off the, the, the I got to turn off the phone. You know what I'm saying? So that's the end of the breakdown. Now we're at the end of the show where we do the rotation. Three songs that have been in constant rotation. And as y'all know, when I have guests, I let the guests, you know, tell me what three songs that have been in constant rotation for them. 
So my three swans, wow. Swans have been, for some reason, I've been listening to this song. I don't know why, but um, Jacquees, you. Oh, I love that song. I just love the way he sounds on that song. I love it. Around this time, you know we going in. I have to kiss so you don't throw it in. No, but you get crazy when you're haunted. I feel like I should be your lover, I should be your friend. All those silly issues made up in your head. Money can pay for your time, but it's not love. And love cannot pay for that shit that I bought you. Swear to God, I should be gone, be alone, cause I better be with you and all your bullshit. Better be with you and all your bullshit I'd rather be with you and all your bullshit Rather be with you and all your bullshit You, yeah babe You, ooh, yeah You, yeah This is what I don't get um that's my first second has been oh my gosh wait hold on don't kill me because i can't even remember the uh, um the actually the guy that's on our podcast r&b brian he put mm-hmm. me into the song but the song is called oh my gosh when you're thinking real hard yeah thankful was it thankful by jordan hawkins me heal my wounds were hurt deep you grab my hand and me to peace It's actually, it's actually a nice song. And the other song that he actually put me on to as, oh, wait, this one, Under the Influence, Chris Brown. Oh, Cocaine Chris. That's what I call him. Cocaine Chris, man. Under the Influence, yes. That's my favorite kind of Chris right there. I don't know how the shit got me lazy right now, yeah. Can't do Percocets on my leg I'm turning one and trying to live it up Yeah, right, right, right Baby, ooh, yeah, right, ooh, yeah Bring it over to my place You be like, baby, who cares? 
I was definitely spoiled with the last situation that I was in because we met online, right? So literally two weeks into it, bam, hit it off immediately. Brand new to the whole thing. And we were great. I was like, I don't know what are these horror stories that these people are talking about. Next thing you know, fast forward, I go through all this stuff. January is when I just quit the apps altogether. I deleted the whole account. A girl, white girl, flashed her titty. She showed me her titty. Yes. What? Yeah, she showed me her titty. I was disgusted. I was like, Dr. Umar, I am sorry. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Umar, I can't with you. Dr. Umar. I can't. Please forgive me, Dr. Umar. I didn't mean it. Okay. So, yes. Yes, that's what, what happened. She was like, I'm not a freak. I'm free, but I'm not going to show you anything because I don't get down like that. Then all okay. of a sudden, literally five minutes later, what out? And I was just like, oh. And she's like, you didn't see nothing, did you? I was pretending like I was shaking my emails or some shit because I was just so awkward and nervous you know i'm a prude man you know i like i like freaky shit but jesus christ man to you, an extent. Yeah, you can't just flash your titty you know what right. i'm saying and i was like i could in my mind i was like i should report this chick you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's no that. don't do that yeah. no what don't he's invited do to the blog party <laughs> yeah Oh, trust me, I, I just deleted everything. I deleted the whole app. I was disgusted. I was disgusted with myself and everything else, man. So oh, that's man. the crazy online dating story that I have for y'all, man. So um, this is the end of the show. Haiti, please tell them all the socials, you know. Well, you can find Ladies Pitch on Instagram at Ladies Pitch. You can find us on Twitter at pitch718. Um, our email is ladiespitch718 at gmail.com. If you want to follow Haiti, myself, and the toxic tweets that Doug is speaking of, yes. you can follow me at Haiti Baby and the Baby with Three Ys. Y'all heard her. Y'all heard her. Okay? Y'all heard her. <laughs> Y'all heard her. I've, I've read the tweets. Okay, she she shared some of her crazy crazy nights in the Bronx. All right, this is why I love her, and this is why I love the show. <laughs> and y'all should follow and listen to her some more. But just know, when y'all get the full story from Doug, it'll be done on Ladies Pitch. Ladies Pitch gets the exclusive. Yes, Ladies Pitch gets hidden. 
stuff that I haven't even said on this podcast because oh we're ready we are ready for it it's trust me stuff that I have not said on this podcast because it's more of a music podcast you know I only get into all this other life stuff when I have guests on the show so get ready the kid is coming back home south side <laughs> what up flatbush what up crown heights south bronx yo going to yo man jada kiss i'm looking for you bro all right styles <laughs> me i'm looking for you i'm going to the juice store all right if i don't see styles P in the juice store it's gonna be problems Damn, look, and I love juices, all right? I live in Denver, for Christ's sake, all right? I love juices. So style, if I don't see Styles P and his wife at the juice store, I'm going to be very upset, all right? So, they yep. better be there. That's it. So in the meantime, in the meantime, y'all stay safe. Peace and love. My name is Doug. Drop you, I got to treat you like the clutch and pop you. Creep through in the 420 with your honey. Cause you ain't nothing but a playboy that turned bunny. And the only thing left to discuss is more money. In these bullshit games, these chickens try to run me. Y'all know y'all can't touch us. I flow luscious. It's so real, I make her hop out and get the Duchess. I'm sitting on a thousand birds and I hide from the camera. Cause the pictures worth a thousand words. And y'all herbs, y'all get what y'all deserve. Y'all do the catering while we.